Hi guys, you are now listening to the Creative Wholeness Podcast. Welcome to the Creative Wholeness Podcast. Welcome to the Creative Wholeness Podcast. Welcome to the Creative Wholeness Podcast. Hello Debbie, it's so nice you agreed to do this, to be on my podcast. Thank you so much. I know I've said your name, but please could you like introduce yourself and the type of work you do, the form of art you're engaging or creates for those who don't know you, for the listeners out there. Okay, let me get into podcast mode. <laughs> hello, hi, hello, hello. Okay, that's enough. I'm done. Hi, Tolu. Thank you for inviting me to be on your podcast. Hi, fellow creatives. I am Deborah. I am a psychologist and a poet. <laughs> I was I was about to ask how many attempts did it take for you to do it? I think now you understand that like recording recording something, recording a podcast or artists that do songs, it's not easy. Like most times it's not under one one attempt. Moving on, the title of today's episode is my art and my identity so a lot of this episode is unscripted i just have like the overall layout in my head so hopefully we don't go off track but even if we do i'm all for it let's see where this journey takes us because like it's the creative owners journey to creative owners anyway the title of today's episode is my art and my identity so before before we go deep what do you think about that topic in general like before I even start asking you questions, what's your thoughts on the topic? Do you like it? Do you pardon my language? Do you fuck with the topic? I might still bleep that part out, yeah. But like go on. Unscripted works for me, but I can't promise we won't get sidetracked, Shao. I love the topic. I believe that a creative artistic journey begins either as, you know, a search or an attempt to express their identity. Cheers to being sidetracked. God, I just hope we don't enter a completely weird place if we eventually get sidetracked because I know I know I'm weird, but seeing all every other person seeing how weird I am, I'm not ready for that type of exposure, please. I'm all right off the bat and she's using big words, you guys. Anyway, I understand what you're saying. Me picking up a pen or someone singing or drawing it's all it all stems from the fact that they want to express something that they find it's maybe hard to say or hard to show people because um crafting something crafting a poem or something or even love letters is because you're trying to convey something an emotion or a part of you that that doesn't come as easy to you like conveying what's what you feel but you don't have the words for that is what art in general helps us to achieve now i'm wondering whether i should also write a disclaimer <laughs> about my weirdness but sure if your weirdness is exposed then i don't mind mine being exposed to yeah so down to the main crux of the episode in fact before we even get into whether our art is us or we are art or whichever way you choose to phrase the question I was listening to a podcast like some months back and it's philosophized this by the way and he asked something why do we actually strive like why do humans strive to 
know who they are why why do we strive to know the secrets of the universe why do we strive to know what is life the meaning of life like why do we ask all these questions so before before we even strive to find an answer who we are from our art i'd like to push this question to you why do you feel we want to know who we are like what's what does knowing who you are bring to you does he does he bring you more money is it just about the peace of mind? Is it about the mentality it brings to you? I mean, some people feel they know who they are, but I don't think they do. Like deep down, I don't feel they know who they are. And some people say knowing who you are is a continuous journey. So, what is the end? What's what is the end goal? What's what is the purpose of it if there is no end? I think the average person is very curious. We are all curious about one thing or another at every point in time of our lives ourselves history love the world for some even the beyond self-discovery is definitely a continuous process knowing who we are per time perhaps helps us to stay rooted in society you know like when things happen in society you're able to say okay this is who i am i'm not this person or i am this particular person and of course there's a piece of mind that it brings i mean who doesn't want to know who they are like like i might not just allow anything to happen uh as for money i'm not really sure about that but i think that for some people for some people um self-discovery helps them to you know figure out how they want to make money like what am i particularly good at you know and then they go into it and then it fetches them money yeah you know funny story as you brought up the word curiosity i have this theory that every infatuation like love crush all starts with curiosity i mean you see the person you see the person and you get curious like who is this this person that acts this kind of way i like this person i just feel it starts with curiosity but that's already sidetracking i'm sorry back to it back to the main course okay um since we have established the importance of self-discovery or at least why people the different reasons why people might venture into self-discovery let me ask you another question when wait first when did you start writing when did you start venturing into arts what made you start it and did you start it to know more about yourself did you start it to know more about yourself was it your your way of discovering more about yourself or was it like as you got in and you started going in like going deeper into it you discovered you're realizing more about yourself what's love is not an art i think that's a great theory well, in addition to curiosity, let's add imagination, right? Because like with curiosity comes imagination, like what can we be together? Something like that. Guy, yeah, very soon, very soon we'll make theories and laws and there'll be citing us in, I don't know, maybe poems because they are definitely not citing me in academic works. Well, let's see, let's see. I'll do all the experiments without people knowing. I'll make them fall in love. Then I'll break it to them that day your whole love was all an experiment and give them prizes at the end seems nice please let's leave it as a theory a love experiment doesn't sound very ethical i started writing poems in just one nothing serious just short rhyming lines i think when, when i started writing poems even i was writing for expression like to express like emotions that i couldn't you know i couldn't describe in like simple words but over time my art has helped me to learn more about myself. I mean, now I write, okay, now I write both 
you know, from me as an, as an expression of my identity and also like trying to put myself in other people's shoes or, you know, trying to write as something other than me as well, once in a while. Okay, writing for self-expression. And I like that putting yourself in other people's shoes. I believe I do that sometimes. Um, okay, how may I started? I think when I saw a poem in my brother's notes. Till now, I'm still not sure whether he wrote it or he just like copied a poem he liked onto his notes or something. I still not asked them. Probably still won't. But anyway, moving on. I saw it and I think this was a too. In my head, I was like, I feel I can do this. So I wrote I wrote a poem, my first ever poem. I can't remember where it is now. It's rhymed. It's kind of made sense. Not total sense. Like me looking at it now, I would say what in the world did I write? More like it's rhymed and it's partially made sense. That now gave me motivation. I I wasn't really writing for self-discovery or self-exploration. I was just writing. And then as I wrote, it's like something changed it's like um i used to engage in other mediums of art i used to draw then i tried writing a story but i never completed it writing or i'm writing poems when i started writing poems that's when it's all changed for me my drawing wasn't i wasn't even reasoning drawing deeply as per self-realization or anything like that but when i started writing poems it's like everything changed i mean obviously i didn't start like i said before i didn't start writing poems with the idea that i want to know more about myself i mean i was in ss2 that wasn't really what i was thinking about i was mainly thinking about like my exams and stuff like that yes i was a serious i was partially serious student partially the other times i was ah all times times of pastoring anyway as i kept on writing i kept on knowing myself more at least i think so but i kept on like realizing myself more being more self-aware self-conscious knowing my capabilities how things affect me how i affect things how i understand the emotions i'm feeling how to convey the emotions i feel but can't say and i write it down so it was just like a safe space and maybe maybe in that sense my art is my identity huh maybe i've come to the end of the episode i mean I just realized <laughs> I just got the answer to the question. Uh, I'm just I'm just kidding. We still, we still have a long way to go. We still have a long way to go. I remember my first love poems, the ones I wrote about boys long forgotten and kindergarten heartbreaks. As I grew older, I started writing love and heartbreak poems even when I wasn't in a relationship or otherwise heartbroken. So now I have like all sorts of poems that reach beyond my present identity. So my art is growing to be beyond what I currently am. I've always wanted to ask a fellow writer this question. That as as a writer, as a poet, as or have your friends ever asked you to help them write a poem or a love letter, let's say it's Valentine's Day and they want to write for their babe or something. Have they ever asked you to if they have? Has it ever come at the point where you are in a dark place writing sad shit? and or you're not in a relationship yourself so it's like that's something you aside from that like when you eventually because they're your friends they're your guys you have to help them out when you eventually want to start writing does it like how do you get in that mindset or does it ever come become difficult to write i'm asking these questions because at the time someone told me to write a poem for them 
or about them were not really close so i basically got blank like oh what am i meant to write now so this is the cheat code i use i don't think the person will know if i'm saying it what is the cheat code i use i i like recreated another scenario in my head and wrote about that scenario like about the person in the scenario and gave it to and gave it to her and after giving it to her i said that's it that's that's the poem you asked for <laughs> absolutely i still wrote a poem for a friend of a friend recently valentine's day was like a huge day in my secondary school so i had like friends that would come up to me and ask like please write me some help me write something for my boyfriend help me write something for my girlfriend you know then i remember one day like one valentine's day morning i don't know what happened the day before but okay all my friends were in a relationship and i wasn't in one but i was like like envy and all so i wrote a poem about love like love versus lost and then like my friends like passed it around and the following morning was valentine's day until so, like i i got to like read out that poem in front of the entire school as i think i was nice to when that happened and it was like and then i got like the name um the love poet which like really didn't stick because i didn't want it to stick anyway so yeah that that that's like valentine's day with me i think every poet you know has like that experience where you have a friend who goes oh please help me you write very very well please let me write something for my for my loved one okay so when i have to write something for someone else like say a love poem or something sort of congratulatory poem i usually like go back to meet the person who asked me to write it like so you want me to write about this person but i don't really know them the way you do or like in the same you know capacity that you do so like what do you love about this person or what do you appreciate about this person and then i get them to like maybe you know write out you know like just a few paragraphs you know just like tell me and then i write down some things and then i now like reframe those words as poems so i think that's what i usually do because i don't want to because i because i believe that you know words have life right so if if i am writing a poem about a person that i don't know then it would show that i don't know the person because when the person reads the poem they're like now nah, this this is really this really isn't about me as such so i usually try to meet the person who asked me to do the writing to write do the poem and then i ask like questions to guide my you know my flow first i'm glad to know that i'm not alone and second how didn't you see how wrong or how bad writing about love versus lust will go in a secondary school. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. And that name, Love Poets, is definitely going to stick because I'm changing your name right now. Since February 14th is around the corner, I think I'll need the expertise of the Love Poets. Let's all write something for me so now finally I will finally get a girlfriend. I said 2023 is my year. 2023 has to be my year. Love for it. 2023 can't pass me by. Thankfully, it didn't go that bad. I even had teachers appreciate the poem. I can always refuse to respond to the love poet title, so check it if you want. So, so we're doing like 2023 to lose or finding love. Is that like your your watchword for the year <laughs> or something? Um, writing love poems is actually fun, even if you're not in a relationship. Like it just like give, it gives you this um, I won't call it euphoria, but like this sense of you know like as I'm writing this poem, oh, I also like feel like I'm in love. Yeah, so, so something like that. So I don't mind writing you a love poem. It's cool, no problem. I actually actually like that. 
2023 to lose year of finding love. You know, like how um, ministries, churches put the theme of the year 2023. This, 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 this. This is the theme of the Creative Owners podcast. <laughs> 2023 to lose year of finding love thank you thank you oh yeah i i will definitely appreciate that poem i hope you are not just saying it so that the listeners can not see you as a bad person because if you do not give me that poem we'll fight in our dms i thought the watchword was for you not for like the entire podcast i don't think everybody wants to know whether to do finds love this year or not <laughs> oh, i need to stop being me no uh anyway about the fight in the DM, please, let's come and fight in the DMs, no problem. I'm a very good keyboard warrior if I'm a sister myself, you know. Wow, I, I love to think that my listeners care if I find love, at least. I hope they do. Anyhow, anyhow um, on a serious note, I wish everyone actually finds love. So like, not only for me, I can be selfish. Go out there, meet someone. And yes, yes. Don't wait for the guy to come to you. You can approach the guy. Because if you think you might have a babe, then think again. He just might not. He might look that way, but he might not. Talk to them first. And guys, approach the ladies. Wow, we've already, we've already, got, we've already gotten sidetracked. I said, let's not get sidetracked. This is about our identity, our art and our identity. Ladies and gentlemen, we apologize for getting sidetracked. I also wish you all love, you know, but like enduring love, like love that will not lead you to write like heartbreak poems and all. So yes, let's get back to it. Add an identity. Okay, now that we're finally, finally back on track, I blame this sidetracking on, on Debbie. Um, I'm not taking any form of blame in it, but now that we're back on track, um, okay, since, since you believe the art, especially writing for you, it could be anything for different people since you believe art helps you realize who you are so your art is a representation of you most times like this is excluding the ones you write for people the ones you write with other people in mind or putting other people's situations and writing on it although even those who have like a fragment of you in it but since you say or to you your art is the representation of you. What about when you write things that are obviously exaggerations? I know sometimes, yeah, I I just create a scenario in my head. Like there's something I wrote, it's um, some time past about a man and a woman. They loved each other dearly. They promised to never, this is just an example. They promised to never like leave each other's side. They had kids, they promised that they would raise the kids together, but the wife ended up having cancer. The man still loved her, yeah. The man still loved her, but like, you know, when you're entering depression and in his depressed state, he was like, this was the ultimate of the poem, him trying to say, I thought we promised to like raise our kids together, to never leave each other's side. Why are you abandoning me now? Let's, let's be careful. It's not like he wasn't blaming the wife or anything. It's just him speaking out of his depression. So something like that. I've never been in that. I've never I've never loved someone to that extent focus of them dying on me. But how could I have written on that so well? And yet we'll see that after that what I wrote is a representation of me. 
how that's that is basically where I need clarification. In. I think there is surplus room for exaggeration in art, especially when it comes to fiction. Whether you're writing a poem or a prose, a play or a story, there's just there's just so much room to exaggerate emotions, exaggerate, you know, exaggerate the things that's happening. Especially when it comes to writing about, you know, fantastical moments. Alright, so with with art comes exaggeration that's that's what i want to say from my experience i i've realized that it's not very hard to write about something that you've not lived through so most times when i have to write about something when i feel like writing about something that i haven't experienced i tend to you know envision myself you know in that position as that person or you know in that location at that time and then i i I use whatever emotions I feel that I would be, you know, experiencing at that point. So if I'm writing about, you know, a a woman's um, heartbreak, right? Maybe she caught her cheating husband. I would imagine myself in her in her shoes, and I would like I would welcome in that sorrow, right? The shock and all of the things that she'll be feeling, and I will write my poem out of it. So it, it varies. I mean, I have written poems about joy when I wasn't feeling very joyous. I have written poems about sadness when I wasn't even sad at all. I have written poems about... I've written poems from a masculine perspective. I have written poems... I've written so many different kinds of poems that I, about things that I haven't lived through. So, so again, I also think that every poem or every piece of art that is created bears a piece of the creator. Right, so it may not be an entire, it might not be an entire reflection of who you are, right? But but inside of that, inside of that piece of of art, is still like you, right? Even if it's just a little minuscule part, there's still you in that. So I think that even when I write about things that I've never experienced, I still find myself in that particular piece. I don't know if this makes it, you know, clearer, but here's an attempt. Mm-hmm wise words from the love part oh i'm not letting this nickname go um okay i think i understand what you're saying but okay when does when does what you write start bothering more into fiction than an actual representation of you i understand that almost every work has a part of the creator in it but like i don't know how to put in my head but when when does it feel oh i don't think this this resembles your work at all and this is just like a work and a follow-up question a follow-up question since you see like there's an ounce of the creator in whatever they make what are the little things in your own work that people might see recognize that oh this this has to be debbie who wrote this and this looks like something debbie will write oh oh i can see debbie's signature all over this work please allow this nickname to rest when does my art shift from an actual representation of me to fiction i think the actual representation of who i am depends largely on what i have experienced and what i'm currently experiencing i don't know if that makes sense to you but anything that deviates from that right from my history and my current experiences linked towards fiction and then just how much of my art is fictional is something that every something that i have to decide for myself right so every every creative has to decide for themselves where where is fiction or what is fiction and what is me 
and so i think the first question to ask is you know what would i say is an actual representation of who i am or how would i be able, or what, what what is the what is the key you know to me like what is like who am i basically all right so we have to ask the who am i question i know it, it sounds cliche at this point but still we should ask who am i and you know as opposed to saying that okay this is the line that we are all agreeing to draw to say okay this is fiction and this is me so you know every every creative you know should know when they're leaning towards fiction as opposed to a true representation of who they of who they are but again this is not to discount people who actually write fiction that are not based on who they are i think that i think that we we don't get to experience everything that there is to experience in this world in just one lifetime i don't know if whatever you know belief you have about lifetimes but like i don't know so if if we're all just going to write about only things that we have experienced we may not really have so much to write for some people right so so if if you're going to write about fiction and not based on yourself there's nothing wrong in that i just want to put that as a disclaimer there's nothing wrong in writing about something that you haven't experienced at all and you know writing as as something that is far from you for example i wrote a poem about you know slave trade I don't know anybody that experienced slavery. I don't know whether my ancestors <laughs> were traded, right? So, so but I wrote I wrote a poem about slavery, and then, and then I, I tied it into you know racism, right? I haven't really experienced much racism either, but you know these are things that I believe are important. So, although they are not a reflection of my experiences or my, they're not an representation of who I am. I think they are still valid, even though they are quote and unquote not actually fictional but still the way i framed it sounded very fictional yeah most of my poems tend to have themes like love the mind sadness you know heartbreak i, I mean there's a mix i have like so many things i write about i have had you know a time where i was writing cherry poems i was writing about you know falling in love for the first time flowers and chocolates and butterflies and tenderness of it all and then there was some other time that i was writing about you know sad stuff right like you know mental illness um, thorns and heartbreaks and you know all of that so when you put those side by side sometimes it doesn't seem like the same person wrote them so i think that's something that makes people say oh this doesn't resemble your work especially if they're used to a particular kind of of art that, that you produce or that you that you create from a particular time for example people that know me as a love poet for example when they see my poems about you know about dead love about you know ghost love you know about things that are not about love it might not resonate with them as much that oh this is Deborah's work as compared to when they see a poem about you know romance a poem about trust or relationship I don't know if that makes sense to you so do you have any advice to artists to help them realize who they are through their art as an individual you are constantly evolving and as your person evolves so does your artistry so give into your art spend time in it not as an obligation but because you enjoy it ideas will often pop into your head song lyrics abstract concepts book quotes some random other Note them and see what you can make of them. I would also say to use your emotions as both a prompt and a judge. As a prompt, try to express your feelings through your art. 
there are so many emotions and emotional combinations to use as a prompt to direct your creative energy for example you could you know write as someone who's angry or write as somebody who is who's experiencing sadness and and joy in the same space as the judge ask yourself questions like am i satisfied with the work i have created what emotions does my art evoke so for some people you notice that the more you the more or the bulk of your art tends to invoke evoke emotions like joy or calm and peace and for some people their their art just evokes like some level of moroseness some level of you know solemnness or even sorrow right so the more you like look into your art and say okay so what kind of emotions does my art bring up right it starts to help you to realize who you are as an artist right and then so finally whatever you do just enjoy the process i mean art is supposed to be fun and not not something that really really stresses you out except if like you're choosing to you know be challenged in some particular way or the other so just enjoy the process is it also essential for artists to have even a tiny bit of ourselves in our work we each have our signature it could be a music genre an art medium a specific type of protagonist whatever applies to you that particular style to which you are subconsciously committed self-realization and the exploration that leads to it often involve trying out art forms that are outside our comfort zones and change can make it tough to find that part of the work that's significantly us so even though i think that it is great for every creative to have a bit of their identity in all of their works i don't regard it to be crucial truth is if it is forced it just doesn't feel right especially to you as the creator is it directly related to our originality i think a benefit of understanding our artistic identity is not having to worry about originality you discover your voice and become more confident about it so it's very likely that our identity is directly related to our sense of originality our fictional works fiction in the sense that it's not directly tied to what we feel or our lives. Are they less original than non-fiction or works that are less fictional? All creative work, fictional or otherwise, stem from an inspiration, a thought, a concept, a concern, a question. Fiction, creative projects that are not directly tied to our lived experiences, should not be taken to be less original or less important than non-fiction. Fictions often bear a message that is relevant to reality. Do you feel art is a way for self-realization, self-expression, self-exploration and a step forward towards perfection? Art is very central to our understanding of ourselves both as individuals and as communities. Sometimes we encounter ourselves in the works of other creatives Time and time again, I have come across art that just felt like me. It's a near-perfect tool for exploration and expression. Art drives us towards perfection, not as a destination, but a journey of constant improvement. A typical example is comparing your, your most recent art with the first ones you created. For most of us, the changes are a remarkable reminder that we are still exploring, still expressing, and definitely still taking steps towards progress.